What's going on, y'all? It's for the culture. It's your boy Ayo. Today is uh, it was early, May eleventh, twelve twelve a.m. Getting ready to uh, drop this podcast I did with my uh, good friend. Thank God, it's MJ. I call her Akita. Um, and here in this uh pod we just discuss relationships and we just have a candid conversation of you know dating over 35 years old um between a man and a woman's perspective uh i think this is one of my best podcasts i hope you guys enjoy it we recorded this uh i believe uh mid-april um and uh i was hesitant to really put this out but we uh her and I, we listened to this yesterday. We really thought it was pretty good. I hope you guys enjoy it. Uh, I'm in my bag on this one. Um, and we're going to do more of these uh, episodes for the culture. Just men and women discussing stuff. Um, I'm going to get more in the, back into the hip-hop stuff and more into the uh, sports stuff. Uh, this COVID has been a little rough for all of us. Uh, you know, me just discussing my cabin fever. I have another episode of that I'm dropping on Tuesday. Uh, but I want to just have something less depressing, more uplifting and more interesting and uh, a little more captivating as we're all sitting in this house and we're just in quarantine. Um, so, you know, I hope you guys enjoy this. This is For The Culture. This is your boy, Ayo. Check me out once again. IG, Patreon, YouTube, uh, TikTok, Tumblr, Reddit, I-V-T-H-E-K-U-L-T-U-R-E. That's for the culture. I appreciate y'all. Hope y'all enjoy this one. Thank you. What up, though? Welcome to For the Culture. It's your boy, Ayo. I got a special guest today. Today is April 14th. About 10 a, uh, excuse me, 10 p.m. I don't know why I wanted to say a.m. 10 p.m. Here on a lovely Tuesday from Atlanta, Georgia. And I got my really good friend of mine, Kia, on the line with me. Kita, say what up, though. What up, though? How is everybody doing? Yeah, today is uh, we're just going to talk about dating and relationships here. And um, my my friend Kita here, she's a very beautiful young lady. Um, Great mother. And definitely available. If anybody's interested, Kita, tell us how your dating life is going these days. Well, I have to say it has been extremely disappointing in all honesty. Why is that? Um, I think you said why? Yes. Well, I guess, you know, once you're... 40 
and you have either been through some things or you pretty much, you know, know what, like, you're not going to go through again or, you, you know, you're not going to make the same mistakes again. Um, you don't go into something, um, how can I say it, blind. You don't go into anything blind, but at the same time, you don't have up too many, um, um, you're not going into the relationship or going into dating with um, a lot of judgment. You kind of, you know, kind of wing through it and see how it goes. But it has been extremely disappointing. Now, I don't know if it's because of maybe where I'm located um, here in Detroit, but um, you're supposed to, the lady is supposed to be chosen, right? So, mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it, I, I would just have to say it's disappointing. Now, have the wrong people been choosing you? Um, oh, it's it's been a mixture. mixture. It's been a mixture. Um, I thought maybe I should go maybe a little, you know, a little bit older. Um, for maybe like someone who's a little bit more established and um, you know, have have reached some of the goals that, you know, they, you know, have set set in place or, you know, goals that they made for themselves and they've reached these goals or, um, like, more mature, you know, not trying to, you know, play games and have a lot of drama or have any drama, period. But even even with the older ones, um, there seems to be, like, midlife crisis going on with some of those guys. So... I guess like they really, some of them are liking, you know, the attention of um, a lot of different women. Um, and then at the same time, I said, I'm not going too young because I don't want to deal with uh, any, um, if they have children, like the drama that goes behind, sometimes that goes behind, you know, with the other um, child's mother or the children's mother. I don't want to have to deal with that. So, so just having a situation where you have a lot of men just seem like, based on our conversations, we, uh, when I say we, uh, there's some games, gamemanship that we, um, that we seem to be playing with as far as, you know, if a dude is saying he's divorced, right? Or he's getting divorced. Uh-huh. And for example, he says, I'm going to get divorced. How do you go into that situation? I don't like to be in that situation because technically he's still married. And there's no need of me getting in my feelings because one of two things can happen. A, he can be running game and he's never going to get um, divorced. Um, or B, it's just not right. <laughs> it's not the right thing to do. So um, you can be friends with someone. Um, sometimes, you know, people may need just a friend to, you know, help them through the situation. But again, this goes back to being a July baby. So my birthday's in July. Um, they say that July people are nurturers, we're, um, you know, really, 
sensitive and we're the ones who um, try and look on the right side of things and all these um, mm-hmm. different characteristics. But at the same time, like I, I don't want to um, have to nurture someone all the time. I'm, I'm pretty much tired of doing that. I'm not saying that I will never nurture whoever I'm dealing with. I'm just saying I don't want that to be a constant Thing where they're you don't totally want to feel like you don't want to feel like they're your the child mom. and then you're the mom. <laughs> like we was just talking okay. off the off the uh, off here, and you were just explaining to me about a gentleman, and he's allegedly getting divorced, and he went to court today. <laughs> he gets to court, and he said the court is closed. <laughs> for anybody listening to this today is april 14th we're in the middle of a pandemic mostly everything is closed or has very (laughs) short hours and this gentleman he goes to court he says he's today is his day for court and he's getting divorced and he shows up to court and he the the court is closed like now, I ain't trying to say, oh, boy, running no game, but that, you know, that don't sound right, right? So, I mean, <laughs> that's what you mean. Like, it don't sound right to me. Like, as a as a man, I'm just like, dude, like, you went all the way to the courthouse and they were closed <laughs> and you didn't realize, like, perhaps it doesn't make sense. I, I just, it just don't add up. And fellas... Mm-hmm. And the ladies out there, like, this is the stuff that a lot of women, and we'll just keep it 100, have a problem with black men. Is this type of nonsense. Not that black women don't play games, but we just going to focus on the men right now. And uh, my friend Keita here, she's very beautiful. She's a church-going woman, but she's no square. And... You know, she has to run into these, is this a game type of thing? Is You know, like, explain that. Like, what you know, you like to believe him, right? Okay, so my street side <laughs> tells me that this is a bunch of mess, okay? Mm-hmm. My spiritual side tells me the same thing, which I, I like to go by that first. But then, like, my... My human side, my human humanistic side says, okay, perhaps this is the case and perhaps this person is just having a, a, a really hard time. However, mm-hmm. you don't have to tell stories. Like, you don't have to lie about it. Just be honest and say, you know what? Like, I'm not really sure if this is what I want to do. You know, um, I just needed someone to talk to or whatever. But the crazy part about this is, and... This is just so weird to me. This is why, um, I don't know, like high school friendships or whatever, like people change. And, you know, I, I don't think that you uh, have to um, be dishonest. If if you're going through a situation, just be honest with the person because eventually it's going to come out. And now you're going to ruin a friendship that you all have had for years. Um, you know, all the way back to high school, you're going to ruin a friendship where someone's not going to trust you because you, you know, that's a huge lie. That's not like a small lie. That's a huge lie. 
and when I was told this, I wasn't interested in, in, in any type of relationship or whatever. It was just being a friend and getting to know a friend all over again. But after, you know, hearing that, I'm like, okay, first off, you know, we're in the middle of, you know, a situation here. Did you check? And I asked, I said, did you check the website? Did you call? Did you get any type of notification in the mail or any, any, any kind of, you know, notice or anything. Okay. Can I stop no, you I, I right there, Kita? Mm -hmm. Let me ask you this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What's the procedure of going through a divorce? You're familiar with it. Yeah, I mean, you get your court date and you, it, you go. I mean, I've always documentation for everything. So you get that in the mail? Yeah. Yeah. Yep, you get it in the mail. I'm gonna, I think you should do something. I'm gonna give you some free. Game. It's not even. I'm not interested, so you know what? It's not even worth it. <laughs> I, I, I mean, but you should just like sometimes you know, ladies, y'all gotta f with the fellas. You gotta mess with us, especially if you think we're full of shit. And just I do it when I'm when I, when I was out here dating. This is what I would do. I would just see how long a woman was gonna play me like I was stupid, right? So I would play along. I'll you know play a dummy to catch a dummy. Why don't you ask him, Sack? You know what? I don't believe you. Let me see your court document. Well, I'm not interested, so I really don't care in all honesty. I'm not even trying to put any energy in it. So it, it's all good if it is or if it's not. Like, you know, God bless the family. I'm, I'm good. I'm just not, you know, I'm not interested in that. So I don't even want to put my energy you know, in, into that, I'd rather, you know, work on like I've been doing, you know, in this quarantine, fitness, getting my mind and everything else, you know, my body right. I don't have time for it. I just don't. I just, I really don't. That's why I say, like, it's just so, it's so disappointing because uh, we're supposed to all be adults. And, you know, the first or the most important thing in a relationship is even if you're trying to develop something, trust and honesty. So, yeah, and I'm the type yeah. that I feel like mm -hmm. well, if I find out, like I could easily cut, I could just cut it off. You know, so. what's interesting is in this scenario is even if he's telling the truth, which he sounds like he might not be. When a man or a woman is dealing with someone else they're trying to uh, have a relationship with and they're still married and they're telling you they're going to get a divorce. That's already a huge red flag because we've heard more stories about men in this situation never divorcing their wives, right? And leading the mm -hmm. other girl on to think that there's a chance, there's a possibility, and there's always something happening or, you know, something comes up. Oh, I couldn't do this or, you know, the judge, she don't want to give me the divorce or, you know, I can't do it right now because of the kids, you know, stuff like that and child support. It always seems to be one excuse after another. And when it happens, like, on the first instant, you're like, whoa, wait a minute. Like, I'm already leery going into this, and it started already. And you have to go on the assumption as a man or a woman that this ain't right. And I think, you know, for you, you know, if old boy is telling the truth, he may be, 
he should know that that was going to come off like really bad. <laughs> I would be like, I can't even tell her this. <laughs> I would have. <laughs> yeah, it sounded like the dog ate my paper, right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And it's just not necessary. I mean, you know, it's not necessary. You should have just been honest. And like you said, even if it is the truth, and maybe you know, maybe he's just not a responsible person to like go, you know, check ahead of time and make a phone call or, you know, maybe he's just not one of those people. There are people that are like that. So maybe That's he's just not one of those people. It, it's still, the, the fact of the matter is like you, you come off as like you're a liar, but you know, at the same time, you know, it's all good. You know, I, I hope, I will wish and hope that they will work things out and, you know, for the sake of their their kids or, you know, their family. I would hope that they would because it's a horrible thing to go through. But once you go through it, you know, it is what it is. But at the same time, don't drag me in it because I don't want to be in the, in the middle of anything. Right. So in 2020, when this corona is over and we all can go back out and be social, what's the proper way that a man should approach a lady such as yourself? What's the correct well, way to court he... you? Mm -hmm. Go ahead, I'm sorry. No, no, what's the correct way to court you? I was just expounding on it. The floor is yours. The key word that you said is court, okay? Because that is not done enough, and it's not really done... Um, in our, you know, in our lifetime now, you know, while we're living in this 2020. <laughs> um, so I think courting is extremely important. I really think that you need to have conversations. You need to step out the box, do different things, um, get to know a person. And, and a lot of times that doesn't necessarily mean that you have to um, take someone out on a $70 dinner date. I mean, I, I think that you should get to know a person and then as those um, steps are, as you, you know, go to the next step and as you learn more about this person and you continue to, you know, move on to the next step or to the next step and you see that this person is qualified or maybe that's not the right word. but Qualified is the right word. Like, it's not being Eric. <laughs> qualified for yeah, if they're, you know, if they are who they really say they are and you're not meeting their representative, then, you know, you can move to the next level. Right. And then by the time you get to work, to the point where you're like literally like really dating, like all of this makes, everything makes sense. You always meet somebody's representative though. You don't meet the real person until you live with them or much later. <laughs> I, I, I think <laughs> it's true. Of, I think it's true of the person you're dating. Like even you, I think, you know, there's when you really get to know you, that's no longer the representative, you know, not that that person can't be you, but it's just another side mm -hmm. of you that might get a little moody that might, you know, like to have a little space uh, gets annoyed if a person leaves clothes around, you know, and you, you that, you know, that type of stuff comes up. But see, but again, you won't know these things until you court them and you're dating them that's how you know you can't just like be with somebody for like four months and then then just decide okay yeah like i'm we're, we're moving up together i mean i in my in my world that that wouldn't happen i don't think that should happen i think you really need to you know 
get to know somebody. So what's what's an ideal first date? Mm, I would say like in a nice a nice place where we can literally like talk. I can look at you across the table. We can have a nice conversation, maybe over like um, a cup of coffee, a glass of wine, like a really nice secluded area so that we can like talk a nice intimate setting but a place where we can both engage in conversation i will tell you the movies is not a good first date movies are horrible first date unless you do dinner and a movie but no i I don't like that i I agree (laughs) and it's expensive and you might not even meet this as a man you might not she may never call you again and you didn't spend like 110 bucks um okay so i have a question for you like yes. so when you guys do take a woman out like on a date like that and let's say you do take her you know you want to impress her you take take her to a really nice restaurant and you spend that kind of money do you expect to sleep with that woman like that night or within the next 30 days like is that like something that you that is in on your mind like or in the back of your mind I'm an alpha male. I'm an alpha male. I keep it a buck, honey, a buck. Mm-hmm. I, I'm trying to smash as soon as possible. Um, and that's a very vague soon as possible. And mm-hmm. I'm trying to see. You know, I, I'm not one of those guys that be like, oh, I slept with her on the first night. She's some type of hoe or something. That, that is, I'm not her. I'm like, she a grown woman. She know what she want. That doesn't mean I won't look at her for a relationship. Some guys may say, oh, heck no, I'm, you know, but I don't need to be, that's them. That's fine. For me, that's, I have, I don't have self-esteem issues when it comes to that because I think I'm an awesome guy. Why wouldn't a woman, a woman want to sleep with me on the first night, right? But I don't want to wait nine months neither. Like, you know, a thousand bucks later or however many dollars I've spent. And then I find out I don't like it. Or is I waited so long. My ex, it's like the Dr. Dre detox album. No matter how, when he drops that album, it's never going to meet our expectations because we waited for so long. And I have waited a, a quite a period. Um, but I'm not no creep. I'm not. I don't take no. I don't take no coochie for no woman. Uh, I'm a total gentleman. Uh, gentleman. I, I I listen to the signs. You know, she say stop or no. I'm you know. I'm totally. I don't try to force any situation. Um, but generally, a woman to give you a good sign. Um, but you know it. It just varies. It just depends on the person you're dating. You know what I mean? If it's someone that's a little bit more conservative, uh, you may have to wait, you know, a month or two, you know? Uh, if it's a girl that's more a liber- little more liberated and free, maybe a day to a couple of weeks, you know? Um, it just depends. It could take you seven, eight months, but you're not exclusively dating her. You know, you got other women you're dating and she's probably got other guys. It could take some time in that regards that you guys, you know, hook hook up on dates here and there and talk on the phone here and there. And then boom, one day it just happens over a period. 
But as a guy, you know, I'm, I'm trying to go in for the kill. Is there a maturity I need to do with that? Maybe, but I just, I don't know. I'll throw it back to you. What's, well, what, what's the time frame for you? Okay, so if the woman, let's say that the woman is celibate, and like let's say that she comes out and she tells you that like automatically, so is that like a deal breaker for, for most men, you think? No, absolutely not. It's not a deal breaker for most guys if they like you. Mm-hmm. But this is the thing. This is game for you. He'll date you, but he's going to be smashing other chicks until he can get it. It'll be like, uh, it'll be like a guy telling you, I don't take girls out because I don't, I don't do that. But I want you to come over to my house and have sex with me at least three times a week. That's how it sounds. That's how it sounds to us. If uh -huh. a guy said that to you, you know, you'd be like, what? Oh, you're not getting this. You're not getting in my panties. You're going to take me out. And the guy, we kind of feel that way, too. But we might say, is she really cool person? I really like her. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, she ain't giving up the panties. Excuse my French, but, uh -huh. you know, that that's a lot. That's a lot to ask from a man. Who has needs and we date a lot of men we even if we're looking for marriage and a wife we want to test drive the car so okay <laughs> we you know we be like you know uh that uh s550 is really nice it looks nice but you know it didn't feel like me when i was in it we didn't have a connection you know, but that that 750 Beamer, you know what I'm saying? It It's a nice looking car, but it wasn't. You thought the S550 was a better looking car. But when you got inside the, the 750, it felt more like you, you know. And mm -hmm. it's a lot like that for me when I seen a girl or and we're dating. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, she's so fine. And I might be dating a few girls and uh you know, it was okay. It wasn't bad, you know. Didn't move the earth, the moon, and all that. The tide didn't change. And then some other girl that I'm sleeping on, I finally, we get an opportunity and we have relations. And then I'm like, whoa, she blew my socks off. This girl been hanging in the wing for four or five months right there. And this is the one. And I forget, I didn't realize how fine she was. Because some women, you take their clothes off and be like, you got all that? Oh, my God. So it's a little more complex outside as a woman looking into what a guy's thinking about in terms of, I, you know, I don't care what any man say. And I'm sure there's, some, there's an exception to the rule. But most guys, we look with our eyes. You're like, ooh, Kita, look at you. Mm, yeah. Yeah, he, you better believe he wants to sleep with you. So you would probably have to find someone who's on that same mental journey with you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you know, for me, it's hard to date out here. 
I haven't dated in some couple of years, but it's hard to date out here. And, you know, when I hear women say, oh, he's got to be six feet or I need a dude. He got to have like he got a Barack Obama swag, but he got to have Tupac in him. And I'm like, these dudes don't exist. You know what I mean? And when you limit yourself to. You know, a certain type of guy. You've really knocked out like 90 percent of all the other guys out there. He's got to be six feet. Well, most men are not over six feet. Oh, he's got to make six figures. Well, the whole population in the United States makes 5% of the population only makes six figures. You know, so now within the black community, if you're only going to date exclusively black, that's not even a percent of the 1% of the black population, right? So, you know, you start shortening your dating pool. And when you say, okay, he's got to be celibate. Well, that's like looking for a diamond in, in the rough, right? So it, it complicates it even further for you dating. And I, and I know that's your frustration um, because most guys are going to want to, even if they're not a creep, and all guys are creeps, even the ones that try to act like they're not creeps. <laughs> I mean, straight up, because you, you, he'd be like, oh, he's such a gentleman. If you got undressed in front of him, and said, come in the bedroom now, he's going to take it. He's going to be like, he's not going to be like, oh, no, 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 this is too soon. No, I value you. He's going to jump all over you. And nine and a half out of, forget that, 900,000 out of a million times, that's going to happen. So that it, it's real difficult to date out here. You know, for myself, when I was dating, I dated some awesome girls but it was some of them weren't awesome in the end because we weren't compatible maybe compatible sexually but not compatible in terms of our interactions with each other and we didn't compliment each other so it's um it's a mixed bag and you know where you would be okay with meeting at the Starbucks and or going to ju just grab wine. Another girl may tell you, uh-uh, you got to. I had a girl one time. She was a cutie. I met her at the club. Boogaloo's mm -hmm. out here in Atlanta. And uh, she hit me up. We're going back and forth. I'm like, all right, I just cut to the chase. Like, let's, I just try to get right to it. Like, let's go out right away. Let's get something to eat. You know, we're not children. If we start liking each other after the date, we can talk on the phone a little bit more. But I just try to, while I'm hot on her mind and I'm fresh, you know. And she asked where we're going to eat at. I was kind of, it's kind of hard sometimes in, in Georgia trying to put the locale together. If a person's in Lithonia and you live out here in Alpharetta, you got to find a middle spot. So you got to ask them where, and then you got to figure out what's over there. Okay. How much I'm willing to pay for this girl. I barely ever talked on the phone with, you know? And so I figured all that out going back and forth. And I, she said, where are we going to eat at? And it was a good little restaurant out there. And, um, I can't remember what restaurant I picked, but it was out in Sandy Springs. It was it was solid. It was solid. I mean, you know, I, I didn't think it, it wasn't Applebee's by no means. Sandy Springs, whatever. And when I told her the restaurant and I sent her the menu, 
she ghosted me. She didn't call me back. She didn't pick, she didn't return my text. And I just, I was like, whoa. Like, you know, like the restaurant wasn't impressive enough. It was like, I just met you. You know, like, so, you know, that complicates it. So, you know, as your man, you're trying to figure out, okay, can I, you would like to say, okay, let me go easy on my pockets dating here in Georgia see if she'd meet me at a Starbucks, but that'd get you laughed out the gym. So it's hard. Dating sucks. It's fun. <laughs> it's fun if you just in it for the game. If you was a dude, you just out right. here trying to date as many girls you can, see how many you can sleep with. It's costly. Or it mm -hmm. might not be costly, depending on type of girl you're trying to you know, maneuver, but every girl is going to cost you something. Time, money, money, time. It's going to cost you. Now, as a woman, you could just be exploiting dudes for dinner and lunches, right? And breakfast. Mm -hmm. You know, in hopes that you find somebody interesting that you like. And so it, it, that's the game. Guys trying to sleep with every girl they possibly can. Girls using dudes for meals. Whether it's not their intent or not, they're like, I'm just trying to get to know this guy, and if I don't like him, at least I got a meal out of it. You know? So, it, yeah. it's, very, it's very complicated because everybody generally is dealing with someone, even if they say they're single. And a, a young lady, mm -hmm. I had FaceTimed her... Uh, recently about a week ago checking on her and we was on the phone and i didn't facetime her i called her and uh just checking on her uh, and uh, we dated about three years ago and i'm checking on her and she didn't pick up she called me right back and the conversation was so guarded and i was like are you literally trapped in quarantine with this nigga that you wish wasn't at your house <laughs> and you in the other room because <laughs> 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 I'm like why did you call me back with no conversation to have? <laughs> like but I say all that to say that that's the game you know you know that's the game yeah you know, you assume that everybody's kicking it with somebody. Somebody may say, I'm single, but they may be in a some type of relationship where the sex and that's the new thing now in 2020 is that or for the last at least 10 years that people be in relationships and, and be like, that's not my boyfriend or that's not my girlfriend. We just kicking it. <laughs> That is your girlfriend and that is your boyfriend. Exactly. <laughs> you know, right. You know, so us as men, we, and I think women have gotten like that too. Us as men, we, we like to think that's not a relationship. The only time you really could classify it not as a relationship and it's still a relationship is if the girl calls you on Friday, Saturday night at two o'clock in the morning, like I'm on my way. She does y'all do whatever y'all do. She get up in the morning, but probably around eleven between eleven and one, and she go home and you don't see her again until the next weekend. 
And that's still a relationship because how about you don't pick that call up on a Friday or a Saturday because you got another girl over. She going to flip out and she's going to be like, you got some girl <laughs> over there. I know you ain't got some chick over there, you know, so we, even with that. When you out here being single and I trust me, I was out here single and I was juggling three, four girls at a time. And it's fun in the beginning. It's a headache after a while. <laughs> You got to clean up the house, get the hairs out because you don't feel like hearing <laughs> nobody's stuff. You like, and then, you know, then, you know, Shanika got an attitude and Tanya got an attitude. And you know what I'm saying? The Ashley got an attitude. All your chicks got attitudes in the same week. And you just like, oh my God. Like, what? do y'all all have to have an attitude in the same week? And... It's tough dating. That's a lot. Yeah, it's tough dating out here in Atlanta. Uh, I remember this girl I was kicking it with. God bless her. And I wasn't kicking it with her at the time. I was working at the bank. I was working at Wells Fargo, right? And I uh, walked into the bank uh, where I had to meet a client. And I said, ooh, I like that, right? The dark skin? Okay. She had a little, She was working with a little something. So I... um kind of just gradually waited till we was all leaving out as the bank was closing and I said uh, you should give me a call and I passed her my card and she just gave me that look like mm. I was like okay I was like call me well, anyway she texts me the next day we text all day whatever whatever so finally after about you know two three weeks she finally comes over good looking girl I'm like Okay, she got it going. I got good taste. She came over, had a little skirt on, and, you know, I was like, okay. And then she told me, I'm cook kicking it with a well-known producer here in Atlanta. This is the little thing in Atlanta. Dudes be lying to chicks. I'm a rapper. I'm a producer. I'm a video editor. <laughs> I'm a director. I'm working on Tyler Perry's next film, right? That's the game. Because it's such a thirst trap down here. So it's black Hollywood, you know, everybody's on some, not everybody, but, you know, a good pop, good portion of the population is just on that housewife of Atlanta type mess. Right. So I said, oh, OK, she's like, I'm kicking it with somebody. But I'm like, yet yeah, you're here. Right. So. Um, after about two, three weeks, I said, all right, cut the BS. Because she had came through the house a couple more times. Nothing happened. It was totally platonic at that time. I was trying to get in where I could fit in, of course. And uh, she, uh, I said, all right, cut the chase. I'm like, who is he? Is Jermaine Dupree? Dallas Austin? Is DJ Trump? Like, who's the producer? You know, because, like, I mean, I think I'm the man, but I ain't. Mess. I don't think I'm. we messing with the same chicks. They got a whole different class of chicks, I'm sure, that they messing with. Why would any chick dealing with any of those DJs want to come to my house? And it's not an insecurity thing. It's just like, I would assume them dudes is like lacing you if you with them. Like, I can't match nothing they do financially unless you just truly a jump off. So anyway, she said, uh, oh, you wouldn't know him. He's a local uh, producer down here. I said, well, who is he? And she told me DJ such and such. I don't remember what the name was. 
And I Googled him and I'm like, look, I'm like, oh, he ain't coming up. Like, you know, so you mean you've had me for the last six weeks when I'm trying to get to know you and date you. And you got me on the back burner for some dude that's playing you for a dummy. So, wow. so now I'm trying to really get in them panties now, right? <laughs> I'm like, that's enough is enough. Like, you, you got me effed up, right? You know, so um, anyway, I don't see her for a couple months after that, you know, you no, know, she said, I'm going through a lot. You know, she one of them girls that disappear when they going through stuff, right? So the dude was a drug dealer, allegedly. And he he produced he did produce, but he like had equipment at his house apparently. No shade. More power to him. But, you know, you can sell that to a female or excuse me, I don't like to use that word. You can sell that to a woman who's naive and is thirsty. And she's out there thinking this dude's producing. Yeah, he's producing, but he like, she, you know, she just likes that lifestyle, producer or drug dealer. And she was a good girl. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. But like she wasn't she didn't have enough street smarts to deal with that type of dude, you know. And, uh, yeah, you know, after a while, I eventually got, I eventually got where I was trying to get, but, you know, I had to tell her like flat out, I said, don't be playing me off for no, uh, no bozo to schmozo, you know, and I'm a real ass dude over here. Don't be trying to play me. You know what I'm saying? Like you're going to deal with that dude and deal with him, but don't be coming over here trying to entertain me because you all he doing is using you as to pounce on you, but you coming over here for the conversation. Like, nah, get out of here. Like, you know what I'm saying? Go deal with that, you know? So, I mean, but that's what we sometimes be dealing with out here in the dating game is like women who are dealing with something that's a mirage and we're trying to compete against a mirage. Like, you know what I mean? And it's like, it's not even real. And you're just like chasing a ghost. And, you know, that's what we go through as guys. Tell me some stories that you as women, whether you personally went through it or, you know, someone that went through it that was just absurd in the dating life. Well, I always try and uh, give people the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> But I have had my share of uh, foolishness as well. Um, I've even been on a date to the point where, I mean, the guy was talking totally off. And I actually told him, I said, excuse me, um, I'll be right back. I'm going to run to the restroom. And I took my purse, you know, with me. It was summer, so, you know, I didn't have a coat or anything. And I remember going into the bathroom and calling my friend who um, was close by at the mall and I'm like look I'm like you have to um come and pick me up early because this date is going horribly who was and going bad like, about it I'm like, it was it was going bad to the point where you know how you talk about like you know um about your job and you know just talking about life and, and the guy started telling me like you know I'm so glad we went out on this date because you know I was about to just give up on life and 
um, you know, you, you, um, you made me think about like all the good things and I really like talking to you. And I'm like, oh, okay. And then he hit me with a, yeah, because, you know, I, last week, like, I was thinking about killing myself because I was just so depressed about life. And then I was like, okay, no. Uh, he <laughs> no. laid it on you too thick, no. too soon. Oh, like, man. That's too I soon, know. huh? When should he tell yeah, you that, like, six months in after y'all didn't really got to a good place? How about I don't want to know that? Hey, that's some real stuff. People be having, like, mental issues. Well, okay. Yeah, but I, yeah, but there's some other things that are going on that, you know, and sometimes you have to be careful with that because if you're the type of person, like, if you can listen really well and, like, a person can actually, like, dump on you and that can be, you know, that's not a good thing all the time. Like, you don't want to be dumped on all, all the time and it's not healthy. And then at the same time, that person can become dependent upon you to the point then it can, it could just go spiral down into something that's a little more, you know, some psychological things that can, you know, happen. And then, you know, they don't want you to leave and then they feel like they can't live life without you. And then, you know, it could just turn into some like lifetime movie type of stuff. And nobody wants to go through that. And, and the way he was saying, like the way he was talking, I could tell like, okay, like wow. maybe he was in a bad place, but I I wasn't ready for to you know save him or anything like that. That is not or that was not my position, and that was something I was not interested in in taking on that burden. So I left, and I never called him again. And the crazy part about it is, um, don't tell I me was, he killed uh, himself. Working. <laughs> what do you say? He didn't kill himself, did he? No, he didn't tell us that. Oh, okay. But I did end up running into him again, um, and he recognized me. And I didn't recognize him, but he's like, oh, my gosh, you know. He's like, yeah, you know, I remember you. Like, we went out on this day, and, like, you left me, like, at the table. And I'm like, oh, gosh. Like, I only knew there was one person who was, you know, in my life that that ever happened. So I'm like, oh, wow, like, how's it going? Like, how are you? He's like, oh, you know, I'm doing really good. And, you know, I got help or whatever. And I'm like, I'm so glad that you did that. I'm on my meds. And I just kind of <laughs> <laughs> I just played it safe. Like, you know, I'm really glad you got, you know, you know, you got that help and, you know, good. I'm really, you know, glad to see things are working well for you. <laughs> yeah, so bad date. Really, really, really bad date. Um, but I've been on some good dates too. I've been on some good dates too. But my issue is, mm -hmm. okay, and like we were saying about the whole elephant thing. And, okay, you know me because you've known me for a long time. And you know I like the alpha male type of, type of dude. So I always try and, you know, say, like, my confession is going to be my possession. So I try and, you know, speak positive and, you know, say, okay, I am going to meet, you know, the right person one day. And I know that he's out there looking for me. He just has to find me in this little world of mine. But I feel like... Being sober is like a luxury car. This is how I think of it. Mm -hmm. And when you, you say being celibate, yes, mm -hmm. it's, it's like you know how you were saying guys like to test drive the car. Mm -hmm. Well, when you're celibate, okay, and you're you know trying to keep yourself, um, it's like a, it's like it's like you're a luxury car. Whenever you go and you're looking at like a, you know, a really nice, really nice luxury car, 
everybody you can't get in that car and test drive it. Like, yeah, you, you gotta, gotta be qualified, down, you gotta have the right put. Two, three thousand dollars, yeah, something. Right. Yeah, everybody, everybody can drive it. And when you get your luxury car, you know exactly what you want. So you've done the research, you, you know, you know exactly, um, you know, what kind of bells and whistles, all the features, you know, what kind of seat, you know, what kind of, you know, um, horsepower, you know, exactly. It's luxury, what you want, it's you just know, standard. Color. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, you know everything that you want because you put in the time and you either researched it or, you know, you, you've done some kind of homework on what you're about to purchase. So I feel like, you know, it's worth it by getting to know the person and un learning what they're all, all about, understanding how they feel. Um, so you are know, you not having sex of, until you're married or what does that mean? That's what it means. Yes. Ooh. Ooh, that's... that's what it means. Do you think? Yeah, that's what it means. Wow. Could I do that? Let me ask you this on some real, real talk. As I sip another mm -hmm. little, little bit more of my wine. So you find this guy, right? Well, he finds me. Both. I mean, it's mutual. I'm sorry. He finds you, my queen. Yeah. He, he finds okay. you, your your knight in shining armor. Wedding, mm -hmm. wedding date. You guys go to, let's just keep it simple. Go to Hawaii. Good, good uh, place for a honeymoon. And it's whack. <laughs> I mean, it's, you know, the sex is bad. It's like, the, <laughs> he not working with, with you, with you accustomed to, uh, you know, having in your gear. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you feel like you're having uh, relations with an eighth grader. There have been just as many as divorced because the sex is bad. What do you do in that situation? Right, I'm sure. How mm -hmm. do you work through that? And you you already know this can never get great. This could just be okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> oh, wow. That's a tough one. But... Okay, so you, you try, okay? So you try, and you try and be as creative as possible. You, you might have to, you know, show somebody something that you, whatever you like. You have to you pop in the pornos, what you saying? Like, I like that. What'd you say? You pop in a porno and be like, I like that. You see what he's doing? I like that. <laughs> no, not, not the porno, but I, I'm saying maybe you can... Walk him through like what you like, or communicate. Okay, not like no, I I, I don't like that. But but in love and not being critical because you don't want to like mess up his you know his psyche or whatever. But I think you should, or his confidence. I think you should just talk talk your way through it. Now, if it's just, I mean, I don't know, I don't know how that that kind of situation will work. If it's just like horrible. Where um, you, where you, where, where you're laying there on your wedding night, and you're like, I should have test drove this. Like you literally saying that to yourself, like this is not gonna work. <laughs> well, in, in in my world, in 
and in the Bible, I don't, I truly, truly trust God that he will not ever do me wrong like that. I truly It's trust a hypothetical. Him. I understand. I, I truly trust that if I have waited and given myself uh, to my husband, I have waited and I have, you know, um, put down my flesh <laughs> and submitted myself to, you know, or to not partake in those activities, I truly trust that God will not disappoint me. I, I truly do trust that. Oh, no. I, I, I truly I, I, trust I, I, that he would not put me to shame. I agree. You know, but that I, I give you that hypothetical because that's the hypothetical scenario that plays in our mind is when you tell your boys and you at your bachelor party and they like, man, you ain't hit that. Y'all been to so the first night you gonna hit that is tomorrow, man. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. You know? Do you know what it? You know, like. Like, what are we talking about when you're saying celibate? Like, what is off the table? We know intercourse is off the table of any kind. But, like, you know, it's like kissing a bear, obviously. Yeah, I mean, of course. You got to do that. Okay. You guys can lay together pretty much undressed together? No. no. I don't want to do that. No. Mm. He gonna be a special guy. <laughs> you find Step him. From above. I'm gonna buy him a bottle. You know, whatever he wants. I'll be like, man, don't mess this up. Man, more power to you. I, it's nothing wrong with that. It's um it's nothing wrong with that at all. It's um it makes it harder, but you know, it weeds it out. But I, I like when you when you're when a guy gets your number and he calls you, how soon to the con into the conversation do you say, I'm celibate? If he starts, you know, you know, talking all that, you know, cool oh. talk. I just want to let you know. And, and, and nine times out of ten, like, I grab it's going to I want to grab them cheeks. <laughs> they start talking yeah, like it, that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nine times out of ten, it eliminates you know, the ones who are not really serious. Because, um, you know, guys want what they want, and if you ain't giving what they want, then they're not going to waste their time. You know, so... Ooh, that's tough. I mean, that's fine. I respect that. I, I, I respect it. That's why I'd rather put it out on the table, like, okay, now, look, and like you said, um, if they do decide to go with somebody else, then that's, that's not the person for me. And I respect you. I'm not mad at you at all. I just, I be honest. I just respect you being honest versus saying, well, you know what? Um, I am willing to, you know, take that journey with you. And then, you know, I pop up over your house to, you know, because I cooked a meal and brought it over to you or something like that. or just popped up over there. And then, you know, I find you, you gonna, somebody else. You're going to make a dude try to marry you. You're going to make a dude try to marry you in six months. He'd be like, all right, let's get married in six months. <laughs> I, I I won't do that. I've done that before. I won't do that again. <laughs> Damn, you got you got married within six months. Yeah, I did. Oh man, you was in love, huh? I was in love. Yeah. Yeah. It's nothing wrong with that. It's not ideal. No. Nope. But 
I, there are one night stands that have lasted for 50 years and they was married to their dying days. And then there's people who dated for seven years and was divorcing too. So it's that's true. So now when I say one night stand, yep. I mean like they they had sex on the first date and they've been rocking ever since. And, right. Yeah. And you know, so you know, you can meet somebody and just know that person's. I've met a girl before. Uh, you you're familiar with who I'm talking about. And when I first saw mm-hmm. her, I said. That's my wife. You know, you date girls and you you have girlfriends. You say, I can marry her. I could marry her. I would like to maybe marry her. She is marriage material. But it's a whole different thing when you're with someone and you say, and you have you don't even know them. And you're just like, that's my wife. That's it. That's my greatest fun. And... That's rare. That's happened for me. I've dated some awesome women. Uh-huh. I have no regrets. They were, I think several of them were great marriage material. Um, but I, it's, it's, I just find it very hard to, for me, because I'm not there to uh, say I'm a very sexual person just to say, oh, yeah, I'll wait. Yeah. You know, it just, I couldn't do it. I don't have the strength. I'm not there in my my spiritual journey. So tell me how you got there and explain how that transpired for you. Well, sure. Okay. So, okay, I wasn't always there. Um. And I found out um, through just like praying or whatever, Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, I need to be able to hear you clearly when you talk to me. I'm I'm talking, you know, about God. I need to hear him clearly. And I clearly heard him say, I want you to spend some more time with me. So I'm like, okay, you know, I'm going to do that. I started going to church more and more, started reading my word more and more. Mm-hmm. And in 2013, I rededicated my life back to Christ. So I have always been a uh, avid, you know, church going person. But um, 2013, I'm like, okay, you know what? Like my whole walk, everything I'm doing is about to change because I'm really serious about this. I really want to have a really true relationship with God. And mm-hmm. that's what I did. I um, no longer, you know, slept um, with whoever, you know, whoever I decided or who I was dealing with. I never, I didn't do that anymore. I decided that I would spend more time with God. I also decided that I wanted whoever I was dating to date me and not for, you know, desires and i found out that when i did this like when i would hear like a person or a guy talk when we would have conversation and just you know converse about you know topics or having a conversation over dinner during the date while recording i would hear different things sort of like the situation with my friend um you know oh yeah i don't even know why i'm telling you this but you know whatever, blah, 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 
And then it's like, oh, okay, you know. And then in the back of my mind, I'm like, oh, <laughs> note to self. <laughs> this person, you know, this red flag has already been thrown. You know, mm-hmm. I can hear it. I, I heard exactly what you said. You don't know why you're telling me this, but I know why you're telling me this is because so I can hear clearly that you're not the right person for me. That way I'm not getting my heart, you know, hurt even more. I'm not having anyone toy with my emotions. Um, mm. I can truly say it's made me a lot stronger um, because I'm not caught up by sleeping with someone. I'm not all wrapped is, up. All is your emotions like t- intertwined yes. and it, it, it messes with your spirit and your soul when it's not? Yes. Because you yes. feel like your body's being used and this guy's not trying to go to a no. place of being married with you. It's just, you're right. Yes, because right now in my life, I'm not looking for just to be constantly dating and date this person and date that person and date that. I'm not, in, I'm not looking for that. I consider myself, I've always been this, is the wife type. I I do not want to, you know, be going from this guy to that guy. You know, that does not excite me to go on a five different um, dates with five different guys, you know, mm-hmm. throughout the week. That's not exciting to me. I would like to get to know a person and establish something, build something so that, you know, we can establish our own, you know, our own little empire they say basically i don't want to um be that that female now some and it's nothing wrong with that that's what you want to do that's what you want to do but there comes a time in your life where you're going to get older and i don't want to be you know have dated so much that when it's time for me to really settle down in my life like there is no one because every i've ran through (laughs) all the people and then, and then now when I'm ready to go back and say, well, hmm, okay, let me take a look. They're already married or, you know, they've moved on. So I don't want to be her. And mm-hmm. that's just where I am, like, right now in my life. Could it change? No. No. Mm-mm. No. And, I, I mean, I've dated some really nice guys, too. I mean, I, I, I look back and I'm like, wow, but, like, certain um People I've dated, they wanted more children um, or, you know, there were certain things that they were trying to do um, in their lives. And I... I Yeah, that's a conversation I had with my homie right there. I hope you all enjoy that. Thank God. Is MJ. That's her IG handle profile. We cut it a little short there. Stay tuned. We're going to do a part two where we continue that conversation. We couldn't hit you all with that. Uh, awesome content. We had to give it to you a little bit in segments. Um, I really uh, hope you enjoyed it once again. And we catch y'all on the next episode. Oh, and also, please rate me five stars. Anybody that's listened to this, give me the five stars if you listen on, on Apple, iTunes. I can see that's where most of my listeners are at. So give me the five stars. Give me a review. I appreciate it. Thanks.